Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire and welcome to Master Leadership. Great leaders ask great questions and this podcast takes you on a journey to master leadership with questions that matter to leaders who matter with your host, Lily Sinabria. Hi, this is Lily, and today we get to speak to sixth graders who are participants and leaders of Innovation Lab. Rudra Patel, Nicole Variali, Shay Hiotidis, and their teacher, Mr. Greco. Today's learning spaces need to invoke creativity, inspiration, and opportunities to continuously collaborate with one's peers. Farmingdale School District on Long Island has moved forward in the development of flexible learning spaces in which students engage in inquiry and problem-based learning activities and gain exposure to the latest technologies. Can you hear me? Yes, we can see you now. Fantastic. How are you? Good. Awesome. All right. So is Mr. Greco there? Yes, but he's working on the exhibit, I'm working here. very hard. Oh, I just wanted to say hi. Sorry. I'm good, Mr. Greco. You're doing like so many things at once. Yes, today is our exhibit fair. So we're running around trying to get tables and chairs and all that. Okay, I just wanted to say hello. Thank you for doing this. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, I'm excited. This is the first of its kind. Wow. Well, that's good. Yeah, see? Yeah. Trailblazers there. All right. Let me know if you need me, you can call me. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Welcome, sixth graders of Farmingdale Innovation Lab. How are you? Good. I have three beautiful faces in front of me. Unfortunately, our listeners can't see your faces, but perhaps we can take a picture and post it. So can you introduce yourselves? Hi, my name is Yutra Patel. I'm a sixth grader. Hi, my name is Nicole Berriali. I'm a sixth grader as well, and my project is on criminal law. Hi, my name is Shay Kiotides, and I'm studying marine biology and water pollution. So I invited you to come on the podcast because we were all a part of a program this past spring, and I was so impressed with what you had to share that I wanted you on the podcast. Now, our podcast is about leadership, and obviously you expressed or you were examples of leadership for me for sixth graders. So tell me a little bit about what do you think leadership is? So my name is Richard Patel. I think leadership means actually helping your people and like helping them doing the same work as them, but just telling them what to do. And just don't like only tell them what to do. Do the stuff what you're supposed to be. Be helpful about being a leader. Don't express yourself too much. Don't go like, I'm the leader, I'm the leader. Be like, I am one of you guys, but I'm just giving you guys instructions and doing them with you guys. So what you're talking about is empowering those that you lead? Mm-hmm. I love that. It's a great thought. I think what a leader is, like, do you remember that video that we had during the Silly 19, the video of um, the leaders? And then of the, the guy dancing? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so um, the video was basically that this one guy, because it's really hard to find a leader in a crowd or a leader in a bunch of people because everybody wants to fit in and everybody wants to be in the crowd. 
So this one guy stood out, and I think it's amazing to stick out because a lot of people think that they have to fit in and that they have to do what other people are doing. If they fit out, and if they're a leader, and if they do things differently and unique, they think that maybe I'm weird, or maybe I'm awkward, or maybe people are going to make fun of me. But that guy didn't care what people thought. He wanted to do what he wanted to do because he's a leader. That's what leaders are. They don't care what people think. That's what we do. So, Nicole, you identify a lot with this guy, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I really take things into perspective. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Now, Shay, what do you think leadership is? Leadership is when you don't wait for something, you gotta take it yourself. You don't let someone else give you power. You gotta take your own power. And you can't let other people do stuff for you. You gotta do it for yourself. So you step up and take ownership of what's yours. I love that. Now tell us about this innovation lab at Farmingdale. What are you doing? What is your project? Let's start with Rudra. Okay, so what I am doing is neurology, and neurology is like your brain, it's fine, and how diseases like tumors, and what inspired me to do this project was my mom had a tumor, so she inspired me to do it, so when I learned about what Innovation Lab was and what it was going to be, I was really excited because like I knew a little bit about it, but I always wanted to learn a little bit more. So I was really excited when I learned there was something called Innovation Lab and you could express what you want to. So yeah, that's what I think innovation is. You could get a little big step into your career because mostly everything is bad. ELA, social studies, science. You don't really get to see outside of the box. What if you don't want to be a math teacher? What if you don't want to be a teacher? You can fulfill your dreams in Innovation Lab. I'm actually thinking I wish there was an Innovation Lab in 7th grade and 8th grade too. It's good that you put that in your future and that people will be listening to this because perhaps as leaders, you can make that happen. Why not? I agree with Rudra completely. I think that maybe in seventh and eighth grade, because not a lot of people want to do innovation lab because they think it's an extra class, yeah. like extra homework. But I think that it's a start in your life career, you know? Many people, in fact, like 90% of the world and students and kids today don't know what they're going to do for their life career. And if they don't have innovation lab and they're in high school getting ready for the next level of college, what are they going to do? Mess up their career. Yeah, they're going to mess up their career. They don't know what they're going to do. They don't know how they're going to do it. They don't know why they're going to do it. Dad, on to Nicole. I think that they at least got to step into their career and they got to like recognize their career. Like if they did something that they didn't like, okay, now they know that they don't want to do that. So they get to like get those big steps in. And then in high school, you'll finally know what mm -hmm. you want. So you're talking about trying different things. Yeah. So I think that Innovation Lab is the step to choosing. Choosing what you want to do for your life career. Choosing how and why and what you want to do it. And that's why I think Innovation Lab is a big success. And that's why I think we should have Innovation Lab. Specifically, for my project, I'm a lawyer, right? I love law and I love it. And, like, <laughs> and Innovation Lab helped me to do things I didn't even know was possible. I didn't even know I could do. So mm -hmm. honestly, if I didn't have this class, maybe when I get into high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Because this class helps you choose, help you choose what you want to do. Said so to piggyback off Rudra and math, you do what they tell you to do. Social studies, science, math, ELA. That it doesn't help you 
with your life career sometimes. Because like, and when I do law, yeah, social studies helped me because like in Rome, there was lawyers in Rome. But like in all these periods and all these social studies, math, ELA, science, you have to be told what to do. They tell you what to learn. They tell you how to do it. But in Innovation Lab, you get to choose. You get to think outside the box. You get to do what you want to do. And that's when your life begins. That's when you want to be what you want to be. And that's why I think we should all have innovation. So it sounds like choice is important to you. It sounds like trying different things is important to you. And you said something about messing up. Is it okay to mess up? I think it's totally fine to mess up. Everybody messes up. There is a quote from Wonder that was my favorite quote. A man who doesn't mess up is no man. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And I absolutely agree when you mess up or fail at certain things you learn, right? Yes. That's the whole point of it. Yes. Greg will make a comment. My name is Mr. Phil Greco. I'm the facilitator of the innovation experience in Farmingdale, which is a sixth grade class. And I wanted to touch upon something that I believe Rudra said about students not liking the class and how that relates to being the leader of it. It's really important for anyone who's trying to do these kinds of things with students to use that metaphor of the man dancing on the hill. So when the students or first trying to explore their passions, it would not be wise to not expect resistance. One of the things that is really important is to walk into a class like this and expect the students who simply want to be told what to do, how to do it, and just to jump through assignments, to expect them to protest, try to coast through. And I think that that's why we take these students who then become the leaders and we try to give them opportunities to share what they're doing so that there's some resonance and that slowly over time, students begin to see the value of what we're trying to do. The value of choice, right? It's a shift from teaching and instructing in the traditional sense to coaching. That's exactly how we see it. Yeah, we see ourselves as the reference desk and also, you know, the guide where we scaffold students, but it's based on a standard that they come to us with. The students come to us with questions and it's our job to sort of assess and scaffold some kind of a framework for them to get answers. Thank you so much. Hey leaders, stay tuned for the rest of the interview following this brief message. If you're a parent or no parents who want some insights on how to raise leaders, then go to our online course, Raising Leaders, where we help you to equip your children to lead themselves well and face any future with confidence. Go to udemy.com, that's U-D-E-M-Y.com forward slash Raising Leaders to get instant access. And let's collectively master leadership. All right, so Shay, you want to chime in there? I think innovation lab, everyone fails. I failed too. (laughs) Trying to make a cartoon to demonstrate the idea of marine biology. And so what I was learning on Adobe anime, I'm like, this is going to take me a while because I got to learn the frames and stuff. So I talked to Mr. Greco to help me out with the situation and how I'm never going to get this done. And Mr. Greco said, oh, that's a problem for you. So then I looked up online and I found one program named Scratch. 
and using that program, I was able to create an, a cartoon more correctly and more efficiently by using this program. And I finished it on time. It's a minute long, but it took me like six months to get this. So it took a lot of patience and persistence is important. What did you learn from that? I learned two things. One is that you never want to give up, even if you're like, there's no chance of you. You never know. I also learned that Google solves everything. <laughs> Google solves everything. I love that. And there's no holding back. Just persevere through tough times. Fantastic. So I want to express something to you about leadership. So John Maxwell mentors me. I don't know if you know who John Maxwell is. Who's John Maxwell? Okay, so Google him. <laughs> Dr. John Maxwell, he's one of the most influential and effective leaders on the planet, in my opinion. What he says is this, and I want you guys to listen to this because I want you to respond to this, okay? What he says is leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less. What do you think about that? Go ahead, Nicole. I think that like everybody has to be influenced to be a leader. Like we were probably all influenced by Mr. Greco, my best Zanko. You have to be influenced to do something. You can't just jump into a decision and do it. Someone has to make you kind of want to do it. Like if you really want to do something, but you don't know how, and then you see someone on TV, maybe like a, a really good leader, they influence you. They make you want to do it. Like that guy in the video. The first follower who went up to dance with him, the leader influenced him to come up and follow. Everybody is influenced by a leader. It's just how do they become a leader from their influence? Right. Okay, so Mr. Greco asked me a question. How are you a leader now? Well, if I have to answer that question, it's because normally, like, I've always been this way. All the time, I'm not afraid to do something. I just go ahead and do it. I remember when I was four, I was on this vacation, and my daddy-o told me to go up and dance in front of, like, a stage. And I did it, and I would still do it to this day. I never get afraid to do anything. But how am I a leader in this class? Well, that's a simple question. I'm a leader because I see people who need help, who don't take charge, who just stay in their project and their book playing games, games yes. just sit down with their head on the floor, and then at the end they get nothing done. And it, they would be surprised about what happens and how they end up in the end. So I come to them, and Mr. Greco even had this. The first day that I was in this class, um, Mr. Greco saw that there was something different about me than all the students, so he told me to help these kids. And in a way, I kind of tutored them, like a group of kids, I kind of helped them with the project. And they kind of got like half of it done. And Mr. Greco said, how can I ever pay you? And I said, by just making me a leader. That's all I've ever wanted to do. Because I just love leading. I think it's fun being different in a crowd of many people because then people start to follow you. And then eventually when people start to follow you, you make a big movement. And that's what I'm all about. Nicole, I love how you approached this idea of leadership as influence, right? how that guy that you were talking about on the video influenced everybody else, how Mr. Greco influenced you to become part of this, right? So the question that Mr. Greco posed is how are we a leader now? So Rudra, how do you influence others now? So there is a new thing that Innovation Lab copy. It's getting a lot of kids' interest. It's called Z-Space. 
where it's 3D and there's like this thing where you can pull it out, you can examine it. There's so many different things, math, science. There's even a thing about like engineering and fashion designing. So there's a lot of people who did that. But those people who did that, half of the kids, they were literally not trying. Like if they had tried, Mr. Greco would have done something. Like I did. After a week or two of my project, I was like, Mr. Greco, I need to tell you something. I really want a mannequin. And he goes, okay, I'll try to do something. So we were looking for like the past month. And then after the conference that we had, Mr. Bernard got us these four computers. And I'm not going to lie, I actually did work hard for it. We had Mr. Greco and I think Mr. Greco. So the way I influence other people is if you try hard, you'll see the results. Don't wait for the results all the time. Just keep doing your thing and you'll automatically do it. So you were an example to the other kids? Is that what you're saying? That's awesome. I love that, Rudra. You didn't just say, do this. You were doing it and they followed you. How about you, Shay? How do you influence others? The beginning of this year, actually, when we had to say what we we're going to do for Innovation Lab, and there were questions like, how did you get inspired to do this? Just to make sure you really wanted to do it. So after I finished that, Mr. Greg was like, you could help other people. And I was pretty shocked. He'd help there like, yeah. And then I just saw them going on games. And like, yeah. are you sure you want to do that? And I feel like I kind of got them out of that stage. They're like, they just don't care. And they're under games. Go Guardian is yeah. this thing where the teachers can see what you're doing on your Chromebooks. If I can jump in here, this is Mr. Greco again. So when we see that there are students who are not participating because maybe they've never been asked what they're interested in and they just don't know what to do, instead of resorting right to punishment, I will send over my student leaders, such as Shay, Nicole, and Rudra, so that they can then become some kind of an influence, and they've done a great job doing that. I appreciate that, because what Mr. Greco is doing is empowering and mentoring you to become better leaders. And I love the question that you asked the student, Shay. You don't get in their face and say, stop doing that. What you say is, are you sure you want to do that? How do they typically respond when you ask them that? Usually it's an, uh, I don't know, like, well, what are you doing for your project? And they'll be like, uh, I don't know. And then I start giving them some ideas. Then I would come back to help them the next day. Like, got any ideas? Sometimes they would say no. But sometimes they would say, yeah, I know what I'm going to do now. That's certainly is growing influence. Okay, I'm gonna ask one last question. One of the important skills about leadership is listening. How is that important to you? Listening is important to me because as piggyback off of what Shay said, most kids just go and play games all day in innovation lab. And when Mr. Greco sees the leaders like us, Mishi and Rujo working hard, he says, oh, why don't you go help them and help them? And it doesn't only help the kids that we're helping, it also it helps, helps us. us. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. it also influences us. Because, like, when we help people, it doesn't just help them. It also influences and helps us. To piggyback up Nicole, I like helping someone else because by helping them, I am learning something that I didn't know. And two, if I'm listening to them, I, maybe I can figure out what's their, like, difficulty and what they're doing. Maybe I can help them in that kind of way. Listening is important because... 
as a leader, you have to listen to your peers and fellow students because they can help you out also because you don't know what they're capable of. So if they're like, if I'm helping them out, then they bring up something that I didn't know, I'd be like, wow, that's pretty cool. So that's why you got to listen because then you can expand your knowledge on other people. Perfect. So I know that you have to go to class, but I want to tell you that it has been a great honor to interview you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for doing what you do as well. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hello, leaders. In closing, here's a quick message. Coaching is the art of influence that underpins leadership in the 21st century. It is the very thing that can get you from being stuck to being extraordinary. So go to masterleadership.org and sign up to get a free coaching session. Until next time, continue to ignite that leader in you.